David uh, Tellison is the Fond du Lac County Veterans Services Officer. He joins us uh, this morning. Good morning. Morning. How are you? <laughs> Good. So you're drinking coffee this morning. Is it leaded or unleaded? <laughs> oh, it's always leaded. I uh, pretty much drink it all day. <laughs> yeah, I tried caffeine free. It just doesn't work for me. But uh, in any event, um, welcome to the show. Thank you for joining us this morning. Yeah, thank you for having me. I really do appreciate it. Tell us a little bit about yourself. You were telling me just before we came on that um, you've been in that role now since June. That's correct. I got here, uh, well, technically I got here in May uh, with this job. Rick was still here, my predecessor, Rick Patton. Uh, so we did kind of a turnover, kind of showed me the ropes uh, for a couple weeks uh, off and on while I finished up my job with the uh, uh, parochial schools. And then uh, June 1st, when he officially retired, I uh I was in the seat by myself, so <laughs> without him. Uh, but uh, luckily, I have Rachel and Nicole here to keep me in line and show me the ropes and keep me going. So, so you're a former military, then? That's correct. I served 22 years in the Marine Corps. Wow. Okay. Retired now. Retired. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So now you're helping out other veterans, though, right? Yeah, absolutely. So when I retired, I, uh, you know, I. Tried my hand at a full-time job in an HR role, which was similar to what I was doing when I got out of the military. Uh, but I found pretty quickly that I uh, wasn't really ready to work full-time, I don't think. Uh, I think I still had some transition, uh, uh, I guess, issues to, to deal with between military and civilian life. And, and then on top of that, I, you know, I wanted to commit more time to family, and, and I wasn't contributing to the veteran community in that role, and I wasn't uh, in the community helping out either in that role. And both of those things were my priority when I got out was my family first and then helping veterans and helping, uh, you know, present a positive example of what veterans represent to the community. And so I wanted to participate and volunteer everywhere I could. So I was volunteering everywhere I could, uh, after I left that job and I was working part-time as a FIAD teacher, uh, for St. Matthews and Campbell sport. And, uh, uh, Shepherd of the Hills out in Eden. And then, you know, so I was still in the public and helping kids. And, uh, but that still wasn't fulfilling me as far as the veteran role went. So, uh, when I found out about this job, I jumped on it, put my application in. And, uh, because I have a service dog named Peaches, I think that's why they hired me. <laughs> you have a service dog, huh? Yeah, I do. I have a service dog. Yeah. Well, what kind of dog is it? She's a golden doodle. Oh, wow. Okay. Mm hmm. Doodles are popular right now, so yeah, she's uh, so uh, she's a cross with a golden then. <laughs> that's correct. Yep, wow. uh, golden and poodle. Yep, she's uh, she's a great. It, my wife talked me into that breed because of the hyperallergenic and you know mm -hmm. uh, low shed or no shed. And uh, I've never I've owned dogs my whole life uh, prior to joining the military, and uh, we didn't get one while I was in because of all the deployments and all the field training and everything that all the time away I was, I was probably gone away from home more than I was at home. So my wife didn't want to raise a dog by herself, you know? <laughs> um, so we got this dog thinking possibly that we would have a service dog out of her eventually uh, as a possibility. So uh, we got the type that would fit, you know, uh, that role. And so I, I went ahead and got a breed. I don't normally, I usually do rescues, <laughs> but this, it worked out really well. She's, the temperament, the behavior, everything's been perfect. What's her name again? Peaches. Peaches. Wow. Yeah. How does she get along with the veterans that you work with? 
I think she gets along really well. She uh, she'll be a little standoffish at first when people come in sometimes, and so she just takes a minute to warm up to them. After a while, she's you know head in her, head in her lap, getting pets and uh, helping them out. And uh, I've definitely seen when uh, people get emotional, she definitely uh, walks up and starts nudging, and you know so she does <laughs> the job. Yeah, so uh, she's very helpful, and I think it sets people at ease too. Whenever she's here, they they like to pet her, and you know. Uh, enjoy her company so that way it calms them down too because this this job can bring out some raw emotions yeah um so your main office where are you located in fond du lac is it in in the government center or where that's correct yep we're at 160 south macy street the government center or the courthouse as some people refer to it as uh but yeah we uh we moved we were on portland and so some people still think we're there when they call but we have moved uh we moved january of last year to this position so and hopefully we'll stay here it's a it's a good it's a good office huge it's great for uh peaches we can throw the ball in the office and she can Okay, so which floor are you located on? At the government? We are on the first floor. You are yeah. on the first floor. Okay. That's correct. Okay. And we do have a wheelchair in our office, so if anybody needed you know, help getting down the hallway, because uh, it is a long walk, uh, we do have that accessibility. And then uh, you know, the, the sheriff's department through the screening, they're really helpful. If they're not sure where to go, they'll direct them exactly where to go. So. Well, that's good. Um, one of the reasons that we wanted to talk to you, David, had to do with the fact that you're kind of doing some outreach now beginning this month where you have some of your staff or yourself in mm-hmm. Ripon, Wapan, and Campbellsport on certain days of the month. Yeah, so we when I first took over, Rick told me that outreach was probably going to be my, my biggest uh, need for the community right now that would seem to be the biggest need that he saw uh, that wasn't being fulfilled as much as he would have liked to you know he had a lot of a lot of hopes and dreams of doing things and you can only do so much you know he's uh so he he challenged me to try to get that done for him and so i did i i jumped into that role and decided okay well, this is what we'll do and so starting this year in february obviously this year we uh we started uh going where the veterans are really instead of just staying put in our office here in Fond du Lac uh, we have every the first month Monday of every month uh, Rachel will be down in uh, Ripon uh, at the public library and then Nicole will be down in Wapan on the first Thursday of every month at the public library uh, serving veterans as much as we can uh, obviously with technology and getting started we might have a little hiccups here and there of what we can do but we'll get it done uh, and we'll get we'll work through the kinks and then I'll be in Campbell Sport the last Wednesday of the month uh, so and then if it could change right uh, the date could change the the person that's there could change so uh, but I, I want to assure people because I know a lot of people call and they ask for me directly uh, just because they think CVSO, they have talked to me. Rachel and Nicole have been doing this for years. They are veteran benefits specialists. The only difference between uh, what they do and what I do is I have prior military. They don't. That's the only reason I can have that title of CVSO. Otherwise, honestly, uh, Rachel would probably be the true CVSO of the office. She's been doing this for many years and very well qualified to do it. Uh, and same with Nicole. They are amazing at what they do. They they are like a hound dogs with a bone or with a scent, you know, they'll find everything they can for you to help you out with your claims and with your benefits. So they're very good at it. I learn from them every day. So it's a battle of paperwork then mostly. 
Oh, it is definitely a lot of paperwork, a lot more than, you know, federal government has loves their paperwork. So when you're dealing with the VA, there's, that's, that's the nightmare is the paperwork, but it's also the training of the employees of the VA. That's really tough for us as we have a lot of claims come back denied or, uh, or turned away for whatever, for, you know, errors and things like that. And then it, the reality is those errors aren't really there. It's just the individual that was reviewing your record may have not known the process because they're new or they weren't trained properly or whatever. So that's been our biggest headache and they'll deny things for, uh, for reasons that don't make sense. And so we have to then go back and explain it to them. Like, this is why this doesn't make sense. You're not, you should not have denied this. And so we eventually get through on most cases. Uh, So, you know, when people see denials though, they get really upset and, you know, they obviously it's emotional, right? So we try to reassure them that, this isn't a end all be all. We, there's always ways to continue to attack and and push these uh, these claims. So that's what we do, uh, and that's gives us the gray hair and gives us the stress of dealing with the VA. But we try to take that pressure off the veteran because you know we're we're fully employed to do this. That's what the county has us doing. So uh, let us let us do it for you. You know, there's no reason for you to do this stuff on your own. We we deal with the VA and everybody else directly. Uh, on a regular basis. So, and we are not the VA. <laughs> a lot of people think we are, but we are not the VA. I am a county government employee. I, uh, same with my staff here. We work for the county. So we're, realistically, we work for the veterans. Uh, we don't, we don't work for anyone else. We work for the person that we're dealing with. So we, we can battle and fight all we want with everybody else to help them out. 22 years in the Marine Corps. Was it uh, hard adjusting to civilian life once you're retired? Uh, yes and no. Uh, I was ready to retire. I think, I think it was my time. Uh, so, but I think the hardest adjustment was the full stop. Uh, that was probably the hardest thing for me is, and what I mean by that is when I was in, you know, after 22 years, you get up there in in rank or whatever, and people kind of rely on you and you're the go-to guy, you know, and I was getting calls and texts and, even after I retired, I was still getting calls and texts for, you know, a few months. And then all of a sudden, you know, when you're out of sight, out of mind, it just stopped one day. And I noticed that I wasn't getting those calls and texts. Nobody was asking me for help. Nobody was asking me for, you know, favors. Nobody was doing that anymore. And uh, I think that was the hardest part was the complete cutoff uh, from, uh, from, you know, my, my peers, my Marines, my sailors, all them, all the people that used to rely on me. And so that was, that was a tough part for me is just realizing that they're, they're doing their thing. They're working, they're going through it. And I, uh, I can't help. <laughs> I'm, I'm, out, I'm out of the uniform, so there's nothing they need from me anymore. You know, mm-hmm. uh, so that was pretty tough, but once you get past that, you know, it, it's, it's not hard, but I, it's always, it's always the thing you miss the most is always the people uh, you know, every job is a job. Nobody likes their job 100%. And the Marine Corps, the military is no different. It's still a job. But the people, that's who you're going to miss. That's that's the stuff that's tough. Well, if people want to set up an appointment with you or your staff, how do they go about doing that? Uh, the best way to do it, you know, is obviously call us. You can give us a call, uh, 920-929-3117. Or they can email us at uh, veterans at fdlco.wi.gov. Uh, you can go to our website. Uh, it gives you all, a ton of information on the website. I'm still working on our website. We're in the transition of uh, updating our, our website as a 
as a county anyway. So there will be some future changes and it will make it a little bit more user friendly. So right now it's not, I don't think it's the best website, uh, obviously that we could have. So we're, we're working that. And then we're on Facebook. Uh, we're, we're pretty active on social media because we found that's a very quick and easy way to reach out to people. I know not everybody uses it. That's okay. Uh, you don't have to use it, but if you, if you are on it, follow us on Facebook and you can see all kinds of events and information that we, we do. And we try to, you know, we try to keep uh, everything going. We even had Charlie Barron's do a video for us. And oh have boy! It. Yeah, so Manitowoc we, minute. <laughs> yeah, we we try to get all kinds of stuff going. So yeah, he's an old-fashioned brandy mix out there now. So anyway, David, thank you for joining us this morning. We'll have to have you back. Yeah, I'd love that. Yep. You have a great day. Thanks. You too. Right. Thanks for having me. I know. That is uh, David Tellison, who is a Fond du Lac County Veterans Services Officer. We appreciate him joining us this morning. We appreciate you joining us as well.